Hi ladies and dear lovely listeners, I am thrilled to welcome you to today's episode of the Queen with a Difference podcast. Something feels different about today's show and I couldn't help but wonder why. And then it hit me. We have a very special guest joining us. Our first male guest speaker is with us today and I am beyond excited about it. He is not just a close friend and a brother to me, but he is also someone who is passionate about spreading God's word and sharing his faith with others. I know it will bring a fresh perspective to the topic we are discussing today, the role of God's friend in sexual purity. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming the amazing Oyedele Olubuku Michael to the show. It's an honor to have you with us today and I can't wait for our listeners to hear what you have to say. Welcome to Queen with Today Friends podcast. It's with great pleasure to have you on our show today and um thanks for honoring the invitation we will start now yeah thank you once again for joining us on today's episode so today's topic that we'll be considering with brohul bukung will be the role of fearing god in sexual trust me is going to tell us beautiful things and um I'm not in doubt of what he can deliver today. So um, it will be helping us to understand what fearing God is and then the, the role that it will play in sexual purity. So please, guys, follow us as we, you know, unleash the beauty in this topic. And... For sure, it's going to bless one or two people. Once again, I want to say welcome to you, bro. Thank you so much, Ma. Thank you for on this uh, podcast. <laughs> okay, thank you. And um, without further ado, I want to say you have the floor now. Tell us what you understand by the topic, the role of fearing God in sexual purity. Over to you, sir. All right. Thank you for this opportunity to be here once again. Um, while I got the topic and I was thinking about it, the our major focus, what came to my mind and uh, I was just pondering on it is the fear, the word fear, God's fear to be specific, God's fear in uh, sexual purity. So the role of God's fear, the role of God's fear. So talking about the fear of God, I feel there's a need for us to understand what the fear of God is before we can really know what the role the fear of God will be playing in uh, the topic that we have, sexual purity. So I said, what then is the fear of God? So, you know, a scripture just came flying um, in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 13. So, the Bible defines the fear of God as 
uh, it says the fear of the Lord is to eat evil. Then evil now, there is a colon in front of that evil, and it began to mention what evil can mean. Uh, pride, arrogancy, and the evil way. So now this fear of God needs to be understood. Now, uh, the Bible also made us understand there are different kinds of the fear of God. Kind of um, God's fear, are we talking about here? Which, um, which of the fear of God are we talking about here? So that needs to be first hand because I want to believe that our audience, persons that are going to be listening to this, they are Christians, we are believers. And if we are Christians, then there's a need for us to understand um, the fact that we are considering. So the Bible speaks about, like I've said, about atmosphere in, in that we have in different chapters and books. of. So, so there's a fear of God that flows from the light of nature. What do I mean by this? Incident that happened one time, um, Abraham and his wife, Sarah, and uh, the Philistines, and uh, Abimelech as the king of the faith. So remember yeah. that the wife came, and, um, Abraham was not the wife, and you know the whole story. So Abimelech, while in the midnight, even after he got this wife to be with him, um, could not touch her. So, and I uh, wanted to comment on that later. God said, um, I know that it, that is why I've prevented it from touching her. So that is to say that there is this fear in the in the heart of Abimelech that he was thinking, okay, this man that yeah, um, they are new in this environment. I just wanted to take this wife and it's not, there's this pulling back that was having. Uh, preventing him from touching the wife in the midnight. So, and God appeared in the dream and uh, he had to correct. So, there's this fear of God that comes. So, you just see things and you know, or you just know that this thing ought not to be. Now, this kind of fear of this kind of fear is not the one that saves. This kind of fear is not the one that's, that we are talking about. It's not the one that uh, is not the one in question as that we are considering so it's not a fear of god that we can also see in the bible uh this uh, um, it does the fear of god which flows from dispensation to men can you call me again please so the fear of god flows from um some of and this kind of fear is not universal and um, it's not the fear that also saves the fear of god actually i will explain more so this fear of god we we, we for instance, God was speaking about the children of Israel. He said he will put his fear in their body. Uh, verse twenty-seven to be specific. He said for you, and uh, I will destroy all the people whom you will come, and I will make all your enemies turn their back unto thee. That is the Lord placing his fear on the and uh, it will enemies to be scattered and. They, touch them and so they will just walk past uh, freely in their territory then this kind of fear we are talking about that god places on people the other one is is this same fear that will make a man uh, that will drive a man from god that makes a man run away from god with the effect of sin actually 
the effect of sin that's in the life of Adam and Eve. You know, after they sinned, they they were afraid. You know, voice in the garden, heard your voice in the garden, and uh, we were afraid, so they went to hide themselves. That was as a result of the effect of sin. So there's this fear of God that also comes. That's another atmosphere. Then we also saw uh, the Israelites before God when they committed sin and uh, someone needed to come and tell them in First Samuel chapter 12. He told them, verse 20, not to be afraid. After committing the incident. So all of this is also another form of God's fear that is not produced salvation. So, and this is not the fear of God that we are talking about. You know, in this podcast, there is another fear of God uh, still on this number two, and another fear of God that takes away the power of duty. Just duty. You see, you just see the person in um, 20, 20, 20 to twenty six and uh, Matthew twenty five. You know that guy that the servant, the master called and gave a talent to. Yeah, sure. So the guy, he said, he was a. And they went to hide the uh, uh, and just like that, he the talent and couldn't do anything with it. This kind of fear because you are afraid of the person. I said the guy with the one talent. Yeah, one with the one talent. So he went to hide it. It is this kind of fear that makes men idle. So it makes them idle. They are lazy. They are slothful in the things of God. And uh, this kind of fear, uh, they don't strive against loss. And it is not this sin unto blood. People not take up their cross, and um, it makes them not improve on uh, on on minding the glory of God. Prove on you know minding the glory of God and doing all for the glory of God. So this kind of fear is the only one. So we also noted that um, in the Bible. Then there's another one that we of the Jews that makes them trust. Uh, a bit in the works of the law for justification. We saw that in Romans 9. We have these people, they trust in the work of the law. Uh, Romans 9, 31 and uh, uh, Romans 9, 31, 32. But Israel, after the law of righteousness, has not attained the law of righteousness. But they sought it not by faith, as it were by the works of the law. For they stumbled that they are at that stumbling stone. You see what he's saying there? They were not seeking, they were not seeking um, you know, law of righteousness by faith. They were not seeking it by faith, but it was by fear. You know, this kind of fear made them to trust in uh, that, uh, in the works of the law for justification. They just believed that if only we could keep the law, we'd just be fine and all that. So they were doing it out of the fear. Then another one, we can see still under this number two that is um, that makes man uncontent with God, the one that makes man with God. We saw a case in Second Kings chapter seventeen, uh, verse twenty-six, then verse thirty-three and one. Now this same kind of fear is the one we saw in the life of the Pharisees too. You know what the Pharisees uh, they were they were not so satisfied with what Jesus was doing in his time. So when they saw the disciples plucking the grain, they came to him. How will your disciples be doing this? And it's on Sabbath day. And at another point in time, the disciples of John and we ourselves used to fast. Your disciples don't fast. 
and they were just trying to find fault in what Jesus was. It was under time that Jesus Christ was talking, and they said they were find fault in what he was saying. So this kind of fear makes man uncontent with uh, with with God and um, God. So the fear, the two forms of the fear, they are not the one we are talking. Kind of fear cannot produce social. This kind of fear does not produce saving faith. This kind of fear does not save a man. So, in fact, if you remember one of it, I mentioned that it drives man away from God. So, it's this fear of God that we need to understand. So, the fear I'm talking about here is a godly fear. It's a godly fear. Now, um, under this, I want to explain two kinds of God's fear under the godly fear. So, the, the one that's doesn't uh, the one that is only for a time the godly fear that comes but for a time now uh this godly fear is the one that comes at uh, that is only for a time is as a result of sound awakening by the word of god so maybe the message is being pre there is tearing in the soul of those persons listening the the congregation and there is a sense that they they, they they have a of their stance before God and there is there is better damnation that is to come from God if they will remain in that their state. We saw a case in that chapter two after the preaching of Peter. Peter after preaching the people they were pricked in their hearts, they were caught in their hearts and they were asking what shall we do to be saved? And Peter told them repent and be baptized. So that kind of is the one that God uh, uh, persons when the word of God is going on and um, they have a sense of the righteous judgment of God and it, to bring them to God. So this kind of fear is temporal and this fear is the one that uh, you know, the Romans chapter 8 was saying something about the fear of God um, Romans 8.15 it says, for you have not received the spirit of bandage again to fear you have not received the spirit receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. That is, when this fear comes upon the earth, these persons are they they, they hate themselves, they hate all that they have been doing, and they are seeking to be free from that bondage. Makes sense. When so we are not slaves and we are not in bondage. It is the fear of God that comes upon our hearts at the, the point of salvation. So we have come to know the Lord and we have received the fear of God. This fear of God that God pours in our heart is as a result of our love for god so we esteem god higher than every other thing we esteem god higher than our desires, higher than our lust higher than our emotions and our feelings so and it is this fear we now constrain us it is this fear of god that will now begin to lead us to say no to um sexual so it is God's condemnation. It is not primarily because of uh, of sin. As good as that, considering the implication of or the consequence of the sin afterwards, as good as that may be, it is not primarily because of that. Because if that is the major reason for which we are staying away from, this man centered. So because you feel oh, to AIDS, then let me stay away from sin. Um, impurity let me just stay away from all the 
want to, my body, you know? I don't want anything to another. that. Is that reason for which we from creating? The reason why we have to preserve our body, the reason why we have to keep our body and beauty uh, is because we have to do daily. And He has poured His love in our hearts. The Bible made us know that the love of God in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So when the Spirit comes, there is this reverential fear that also comes into the heart of And it is because we have eye view of God. We understand the holiness of God. And we know that this the holiness of God doesn't is different from man's holiness. In the sense that commanding us, he said that, uh, be ye holy for I am holy. Be ye therefore I am holy. Now the understanding is be therefore holy, not as I am holy. holy. It means uh, you are coming to me and my own holiness, you know, because we it is him with him we have to with whom we have to do and we have connection with him, there is a response on us automatically. It is we can be holy unto him. We can be and what does it mean to be holy? To be separated, to be to be, you know, is it the process of becoming saints so and it is to be separated unto god and comes the motivation uh for motivation for staying and keeping ourselves so we saw different examples in the bible persons who didn't place um who didn't in front uh, it was a good he, he said, when, before Potiphar's wife, he said, how can I do this great sin? Sin. Great sin, not because it will destroy his life, not because it will uh, destroy his destiny primarily, but because he, he was having an high view of God. How can I do this great sin, sin before his eyes? Uh, it is great sin. You know, I was reading something sometimes ago. Study. And I discovered that when God was giving the rules and regulation for sins in life, God was saying that in a sense that you did not even know that you committed the sin. You still have to make sacrifice for those sins. Then it occurred from our own point of view. Sin is sin from God's point of view. Like that. So there are some things that we may not call sin. They may just look, um, you know, they may just look ordinary and sin. there's nothing sinful about this. But from God's point of view, what is sin? This may be referring to that that seems so cool, that seems so sinless. That may be what uh, gets God angry. That may be what um, what grieves God. And it is for that reason, that must be our motivation. So when we consider sin, that's wrong. First wife, great sin and so that this sin is a great sin before god and because so and you know it did not just say i cannot do it and begin to maybe blast in tongues and uh, you know, begin to <laughs> begin to beg the woman to make, make the run for it so what we are saying is that this fear of god this special fear of god this eye view of god for the holiness of God, this respect for the power of God and the attribute of God uh, confers on us the responsibility. We have a role to play. 
in this. And this role is the one that will make us uh, say no to things we will because I have an eye of God. I know that God is holy. And I carry him. The Bible says our body is a temple of the Lord. And he has bought us with a price. And if because if we are bought with a price, then we are to uh, serve, we are to worship him bought us with this price and so this and because i know that i carry spirit within me i will say no to several other things that so many it may be sinless you know there are some comedy that are not even um so uh, it seems good and persons watch and laugh and laugh and they just relax around it but i know that i have god I know that my body belongs to him. I know what this can do to me. I know uh, the question I'm asking now is with Jesus. So, and because of that, having an eye view of God and his holiness, I deliberately, intentionally, I'm not there praying, God, let me to take away my eyes. I'm watching it. God, let me take away my eyes. That is, not do that for us. So, because he has given us the ability, he has given us the spirit with us to give us uh, power he has said in his you now have dominion over us so we we now we can say no to sin deliberately we have this grace within us so we can i can say no to do it i don't want to attend that party because i won't dress this way and i will run away from immorality and several other things that go with that so that is the fear of God that we are talking about. So, so when we get back to that place we read uh, in the beginning, Proverbs 8.13, the fear is to hate evil. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. This referential first God we send. That is the primary reason for which you should uh, stay away from sin and all. It's because you fear him, you have this um, reverential fear. And you have his beauty. You are thinking about his holiness, you are thinking about his glory. And that he has paid the great price for you to buy you. And we are bought by his then we keep ourselves. So the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, to and evil now, pride, arrogance, and the evil ways can be taken and diversified now into several other ways. Um fornication, uh immorality. Um, different atrocities that we have in the world today. So, either way, and because we have this fear of God, it, it will help us create those things. And so that is the way I will uh, define this fear of God. Wow. That's a lot in how many minutes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Like, even myself, I, I just the right like I've learned a lot even from this, starting from different kinds of And I mean, I think it, it, it makes a lot of sense that you first help us to understand what fearing God actually means. Like this kind of fear is not the kind of, you know, the kind of fear that will lead us to sexual purity. It's not even the kind of fear that God requires from us. And then you now move on and on and on to that exact point where God wants us to, you know, stand in re- in referencing him, in saying sin the way he sees it, calling sin yeah. what 
because I remember yes. that there was a time you mentioned in chapter one, verse nine, that okay. if we confess our sin, he's able to, he's, he's, he's just, he's faithful to forgive. Yeah. So, and then you were talking about the, the, the fact that it's not just about us calling sin, sin, or sin, sin the way we think it is, mm. but sin is the way God expects us to see it, the way God sees it, exactly what God calls sin. We are not trying to, you know, to find a way around it. Let's bend the standard. God will never mm. bend the standard anybody. Let's, let's not bend God's standard. We should mm. call sin what God calls it. And when we are able to see it that way, we will be able to proceed in sexual purity. And also yes, the fact that um, we must be able to respect God, you know, we must have respect for God by saying no. Like in the example of Joseph, that yes. we should not just... Yeah, it's not just saying, mm, I don't want to do this. God, I know that I don't want to do this. <laughs> and he said, yeah, no, but we should immediately flee, immediately do the needful, just get up, run away, you know, do the needful. Okay, so I have a question. Now, okay. when we talk about the fear of God, um, I, I, I know that you started with the fact that we are speaking to believers. And um, you mentioned no. that people are listening to this are you know, Christians. What about people who are not Christians? How do they come down to fearing? Yeah, we have come to the end of the show today. And I pray for every one of us that have listened to today's episode that the Lord is going to help our hearts to fear Him and reference Him, to have the right kind of fear towards Him, even on our journey of sexual purity in Jesus' name. And also, I want to appreciate you for listening thus far. Not just listening, I also want to appreciate you for being with us. The network had some part of the episode skipping and really there was nothing I could do about it. And um, I want to say thank you so much for your patience. Please, if you have any questions, don't fail to reach out to me via my Instagram account or my Gmail. It's right in the description. And... Um, also, I highly recommend tuning in for the upcoming Q&A section with myself and my guest. It's going to be a great opportunity for you to engage and interact with us. Though it's not going to be a live section, but trust me, we had already answered some questions that will be of great benefit to you. So stay updated with our latest episode. Make sure to follow, share, and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify. This way, you'll receive notifications alert whenever I release a new episode. Thank you for listening. See you later.